Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Romans chapter 11 verses 13 to 14. Inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I make much of my ministry in the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. Here in Romans, Paul deals with the thorny issue of those who have rejected the gospel. Sadly, we know this experience well. How many of you have shared the fantastic news of salvation in Christ only to find yourself rebuffed and God's gift of grace dismissed? It's painful, isn't it? And it's especially painful when members of your own family brush aside your attempts to talk with them about Jesus. It's hard to watch as they want nothing to do with God's gift to them of his son, their savior. Paul knew what this was like, and he shares a similar experience. Paul yearned earnestly that his brothers and sisters, those who by birth were descendants of Abraham and who ethnically were Israelites, would all be brought to faith in Jesus. However, he lamented that there were many among them who rejected the Savior, of whose coming the prophets had written about for so many centuries. Despite having, as he points out, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises, many of his brothers and sisters wanted nothing to do with Jesus. In fact, it was so painful for the apostle that he even laments and wishes he could give up his place in God's kingdom so that they could have it. And I'm sure that's how you feel yourself when it comes to the salvation of your own family. Nevertheless, Paul didn't give up hope. He continued to pray for them and to witness to our Savior's love. He wanted them to embrace by faith God's own promised Son who had come to take their sins away. He wanted them to know the same joy and certainty that you and I have, which comes from knowing that in love God sent His Son for us. We have a Savior who has stepped into our human flesh, into our shoes, so to speak, to keep God's law in every place where we have sinned and failed miserably. And in perfect love, he gave his life as the sacrifice and payment for all of our sins on the cross. Every one of your sins was nailed to that cross with him and was buried in the grave. Today, you and I have a risen and living Savior, and through faith, we have forgiveness and new life in his name. All of heaven stretches out before us, and our loving Savior is with us every step of the way. Wow, it doesn't get any better than that. So what Paul says next may sound strange at first, but it makes perfect sense. He says, Inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I make much of my ministry in the hope that I may somehow arouse my own people to envy and save some of them. Throughout the Old Testament, and here now in Romans, God made it clear, it is not the natural children who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring. It thrilled Paul to know that there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Have you ever noticed how something seems more valuable when somebody else has it? That's what Paul was counting on here. Yes, he was hoping that by seeing the wonderful hope and confidence that the believers of a Gentile background now had would make them want this too. Make no mistake about it, there is a real curiosity among those who don't know Christ as to what it is that gives you and me this sure knowledge of God's love, even in the face of difficulties, of eternal confidence, even in the face of death. We want those in our midst to have this same peace, joy, eternal hope, and confidence. Sadly, that doesn't always show in our lives the way that it should, and for that we ask God's mercy. So in Philippians, the apostle reminds us, Rejoice! Let your gentleness be evident to all. It's surprising where it can lead. As Peter notes, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. 
It leads people to say in a good way, I want what they've got. Let us pray. Loving Savior, help me to reflect your love and grace in my life in such a way that those who don't yet know it will want it too. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.